0: back to Noah's Window. We're still going through the Christmas story. We're combining the two narratives between Matthew and Luke and just letting that story unfold with the details that get filled in from each of those accounts. So I hope you're joining us on this journey. Some of you have dropped some comments on YouTube to let us know and let us know as you're reading through, as you're working through this combination, what you're discovering. But this is a great journey. I know I'm enjoying this along the way so thank you for sharing that with us. So now we're still in the book of Luke, still in chapter one and we left off on Friday with uh, Mary's encounter with the angel and how this was going to be so hard for her to explain. If you got to see the weekend services at New Spring this last weekend, it's interesting how that just folded right in. Uh, that wasn't on purpose, that just worked out. So I'm gonna drop a link in here on YouTube for those of you who haven't had a chance to see the service. You don't wanna miss it. If you've missed it and you have missed a huge blessing, the kids did this special song and it'll be in the Christmas Eve broadcast as well, but you don't wanna miss this. So I'm gonna drop a link in here on YouTube. So Luke, we're still in chapter one. Now Mary is going to go on a little trip. She's going to go to visit her cousin, Elizabeth. So we're going to jump in in verse 39 of Luke chapter 1. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said." Isn't this an amazing encounter? It's true that Mary's encounter with the angel was amazing, but remember in those days um, there weren't cell phones. Mary didn't jump on the phone and call her cousin Elizabeth and say, listen to what just happened to me, and then this is in response to that. No, Elizabeth had a divine revelation of what had just happened to Mary. But the point I want us to look at today is after going through such a fearful and confused and disturbed situation that we left with on Friday, now Mary and Elizabeth, are in a situation where they're experiencing joy and they're sharing it with one another. So there will be times in our lives where we have an encounter with God that's hard to explain, but there will be someone that God will send to us that will understand and that we can share our joy with. And this is what's happened here with Elizabeth and Mary. Um, and just keeping it short today, because I, I hope that you'll have some time to think about this, but that's one of the reasons God gave us the church, so that we could fellowship with one another and share the joy with one another of knowing the Lord. Now, again, in reading through the one year Bible, Mark our you know, uh, and if you're joining along with us, you're here too. But we're getting close to the end, aren't we? Because we're ticking down these last days in December. So we've been reading in the, uh, the little epistles that John the Apostle wrote. In First John chapter one, there's a little passage that's referring to the fellowship of believers that I want to share with you. Let's just go back to the beginning of the chapter, in chapter one and verse one. John says, "We proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen." We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. The one who is life itself was revealed to us, and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father, and then he was revealed to us. We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things, so that you may fully share our joy. There it is, sharing joy. That's really kind of a theme at Christmas anyway, The the goal, now everyone's in different situations in their life and maybe Christmas isn't a time where you feel filled with joy, at least for not the reasons that the culture would have you be filled with joy. Their joy's a, a little um, uh, surface anyway. Our joy is real because our joy is bigger than anything a present can bring that's material on this earth. Our joy is bigger even than any family gathering that can happen here on this earth. Our joy is bigger than that because our joy is in the one, as John told us, who brings us eternal life. And that's a joy beyond any other joy. And though others might not understand that, there are those that we can share that joy with. That's one of the reasons a worship service at the church is so amazing. Our small group communities where we can share our, our personal stories, as we uh, want to share our joy with others, be on that journey together. This is what God wants. Satan wants to isolate us and discourage us and, and keep us disheartened, but that isn't God's plan. God wants us to share the joy that he has provided for us with one another. So I hope that you'll keep that in mind today. Find someone you can share your joy with. And uh, it'll be a blessing to you, but it'll be a blessing to them as well. So keep reading. There's so much in those little verses that we read today about that exchange between Mary and Elizabeth. We're going to revisit that again tomorrow, but uh, what a wonderful thing. You know, we could sit here and there's so many just points in this little passage, like the fact that um, this child who's still in the womb is responding to an act of God. Um, Boy, we could talk about the, the preciousness of an unborn child they're precious in God's sight, there's so much here. The filling of the Holy Spirit we saw that earlier in the chapter that John the Baptist was going to be filled with the Holy Spirit before he was ever even born, and this exchange uh, between Elizabeth and Mary such a joyous thing, such a wonderful thing. Now, one more thing before I before I leave you this morning. We're looking at a little uh, joy celebration. We're going to talk about it a little bit again tomorrow, but you know what there are still some hard days ahead. so don't let the fact that there are hard days ahead keep you from celebrating and sharing joy on those occasions that God gives us to do that. So I hope that will encourage your heart today, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. But before we go, let's have a word of prayer. Father, our joy is overflowing at, at the presence of Jesus Christ and what He's done for us, that He died for us so that our sins can be forgiven, that He's provided for us a future that's beyond description. It's so wonderful. And beyond that, Father, we're thankful for your working in our lives on a daily basis as Mark talked about in the message this weekend. Thank you, Father, for walking this journey with us and working in our lives, and directing, and delivering, and and healing us, and giving us comfort, and giving us wisdom, all the things that you do as you work in our life. And Father, as you bring relationships into our lives that you have designed, I pray that you'd help us, first of all, to be a testimony, but also to have occasions to share our joy with one another. I pray that you bless New Spring Church, but the other churches that are also represented by our listeners and those that are watching. I just pray that you would bless our fellowship as believers. Bless us as we enter this time of, of rejoicing and celebrating over your son's birth. And uh, Father, we know we still have some hard days ahead, but I just pray that you would help us to, in this moment of joy, celebrate what the great gift that you've given us and to share that joy with others. And Father, for those that are watching and listening today, I just pray that you would be present in each and every life in a special way, that you would intervene, make provision, Father, where there's need for healing and comfort, direction, uh, financial provision, all the things, Father. I'm so glad that you know each and every life that's that's affected here and each and every family, and that you are a big and powerful God and that you can meet our needs. And we're going to thank you for that, Father. And we're going to give you all the glory and honor for all that you are doing. You may ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed that today. We'll look forward again tomorrow to going forward with this Christmas story. So I hope you'll get your Bible. And we'll be in Luke chapter 1 again tomorrow. So see you soon. God bless.